Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come and see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Your Health is Your Choice. And you'll understand why it's your choice in a moment with my wonderful guest here today, Trainer Brandon, the Impact Coach. And he's here to help us uh, help men. Sorry, ladies, <laughs> this one's <laughs> not for you. This is purely for the men so that the men can look good for you. But it's more about looking good. It's about feeling good. It's about Definitely. living your life to the maximum and how we can, how men can step into that. Because, you know, they have the same issues as we do, the same body images, the same energy images, the same lethargic in, uh, uh, problems. And so, while women, there's a great deal of concentration on that. We don't see a lot of concentration on working with men in the mind and the body connection, the detoxification, the uh, managing their work, their social work, their um, social media interaction, and paying attention to the balance that the mind, body, soul, and spirit needs. And this is where uh, our guest today um, Brandon Duff really does work and excel in. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and uh, delighted to bring you yet another show of inspiration where it is all about helping you embrace yourself and your own self-discovery and be all that you can be. Why is this show called Your Health is Your Choice? Because ultimately it is. Your interaction, your participation in your own health is up to you. There's plenty of invites out there, but I'm afraid you have to step into it in order to gain that help because as yet there's no downloadable app for it is the Brandon? not at all not at all <laughs> so getting people engaged is uh, you know um i know for women it's you know the body image but people forget that you know the males have images as well and there's oh. emphasis that you've got to have the six pack on the eight pack and you know the glistening body and uh, all of that to to be sexy uh, it has an effect on men's self-esteem as well, doesn't it? When they can't oh. live up to that image. Well, we have, with social media, we have this constant personification of uh, male models looking a particular way. And if you, we, it's funny because I was talking to some of my clients recently about this. And if you look at the male, like perfect body in the 1920s, it's mm. nowhere near where it is today, where they've taken two extremes mm. and pretty much, now this is the ideal versus just being happy with how you feel. Right. It's kind of like the Barbie and the Ken, isn't it? You know, this yeah. Barbie image became the image for women and now the Ken image. And you're looking at these chisel six packs and things like this. I, I'm always a little weary when I see so much of that because you kind of think, do they have time for life or anyone in their life? Or are they spending their entire time at the gym to look good? Well, that's, that's another great point is I've done, you know, I'm not this huge monster of a beast. Like I'm comfortable with the weight that I am because that's how my body, I feel great at this, um, this weight and this image. And if I were to spend all that time in the gym, I would not have any time mm -hmm. for these clients. And I, I, 
from my, like, just my experience, I've done over 20,000 hours of sessions with clients. So I've actually put in the time in other people's bodies, but not only my own. So I have that great field knowledge of different body types versus someone who's always in the gym and they know how to train themselves mm -hmm. versus just training other people. So um, I think that the people that are that massive have more of a confidence issue and yes. um, a perfection issue. And there's no such thing as perfection because it's always expanding. So I think that they, um, they know how to work themselves and that's unfortunately because that's all they're doing and not really enjoying life. Yeah, they're, they're working on the body, but they're not working on themselves because life is an no. inside job, isn't it? That, you know, you would like your exterior to match your interior, but your interior has to be one of, you know, of, of peaceful harmony so that you're happy with your exterior. If it's too much time on the exterior, not enough time on the interior and vice versa. So life is about balance, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that mind-body, like you were saying, that mind-body connection. Like if you don't have a if you have a toxic inside, you're going to have a toxic outside. So mm -hmm. you need to make sure you have a very clear mind and clear understanding of your purpose in life and understand that to have a clear head, you're going to ultimately your body's going to follow where the mind goes. So mm -hmm. um, you should definitely need to have that balance in both mind and body versus just all body. Now, you know, you, you specialize purely only working with men. And when you talk about, you know, mind, body or spirit type connection with men, is it well received or is it still like, no, it's just physical? Um, I think my particular men that are more the executive type, they're trying to upgrade their life. Um, it's a lifestyle for them. It's not just, I'm going to look a certain way. Um, it's going to, I'm going to feel a certain way. I'm going to have the confidence to take on my day every day. And these, these men are powerful men and they know, you know, that they need to have someone to coach them to take them to that next level, regardless if it's financial, they always have coaches. So they always have mm -hmm. people to support them and they come to me because they'll, they know I can take them, their mind and their confidence and their body to that next level um, versus they can't do it on their own because they're, they're so specialized in doing their business yeah. and now they need to have someone to, you know, help them take it to their next level in whatever that it is. And of course, you know, a lot of uh, people that are in powerful positions, you know, make time for, oh, yeah. for this because if they don't, they find that it has a domino effect in their performance at work. Exactly. I mean, that's how you start your day. If you can start your day with, you know, those endorphins flowing, mm -hmm. you have that thought process going, your heart rate's up, you're ready to take on the day versus just going in and be like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm, I'm overweight again. Mm -hmm. if you just go in there and get that blood pumping. <clears throat> uh, that's why the mirror, I don't know if you've read the book or if your listeners read the book, Miracle Morning, it talks about starting your day off yeah. with just those six steps of how to ultimately start your day off right. And that's what a lot of executives and entrepreneurs and they start their day off right so that they can ultimately set up their morning and then for the rest of the day, they're just spiking it. So yeah. that's a little a volleyball analogy, but Mm -hmm. ultimately that's what they do is they set their day right because their head and their energy is going the right positive direction versus not knowing where to go and energy begets energy so if you've re-energized yourself you're not working out to the point where now you need a nap you know you're no. working out to a point to generate that adrenaline and that energy so that you can bring it to work yeah you should, i mean you're not I'm not there to kill people. Like you should, you're there <laughs> I hope to, not. 
<laughs> you should be, and I tell my clients this, like if they don't enjoy working out, yes. do something that's going to, that they enjoy. Like if it's, and if that's not training with me, if that's going to mountain climbing and rock climbing, go do that. If that's something you enjoy, but just get something to get your blood flowing and your energy going. So, right. um, it's not, it doesn't have to be working out. It can be just something you enjoy that is an activity and you're not sitting sedentary. Right. Yeah. My, my son opened up a restaurant a, a year ago and uh, he had one day off a week and he could kind of spend some time on self and go to the gym. Uh, and it's, you know, it's an early morning restaurant as well. So it's a little hard to put the gym in. And uh, now he's seven days a week and he's saying, I am missing that gym. You know, I'm missing uh, because he's busy constantly all the time, but he's not working out you know he's yeah. not kind of and he feels so much better when he goes to the gym because it kind of gets rid of some anxiety uh you know just kind of uh, helps him breathe better just calm down better um so sometimes if you can't do it at the beginning of the day if you can do it at the end of the day it's a really good uh, a downloading and calming type process as well isn't it yeah for me i don't now it's when i lift I, I've done it so long, it's just uh, subconscious, subconscious to me. So I'm really not thinking of the lifts. I'm actually thinking of new ideas or new things I'm going to do with my business or how I'm going to help someone. So it's me actually getting out of the physical part of it and really being in my head because that's more of my time and my, mm-hmm. uh, my cool down period, I guess, in a sense. Yes. Still lifting heavy because I understand the mechanics and leverages and all that stuff, but I'm more focused on what's in, uh, in my head. So, uh, yeah, if you can, it's just about getting it in. Um, if you can do other things in the morning to get your head right, or headed in the right directions, affirmations or you know, visualization, stuff like that, great. But ultimately, if you can just get it in any time. I don't like to work out in the morning because I'm up at 2.50 in the morning, or <laughs> I am clients to about 11 a.m. So being able to right after this i'm gonna hit the gym because if i don't then i know i won't do it in the evening so i know that Mm. i need to work out at the time that is most convenient for me and i'm gonna give it my all if it's to get my my blood flowing right there's a lot of industries today especially you know more millennial ones that are recognizing you know having the squash court or having the gym or having something in you know in the corporation and allowing people to have you know that exercise time or even just a nap time or you know time to regather themselves is going to make people so much more productive and you know i think it's um the gym used to be something that was just for a certain type of people or trainers were only for a certain type of people. And now when you're really looking at it is that, as you said, a coach needs coaches and you need, if you're a businessman, you need another kind of business coach or you need, you know, other mentors that are helping you keep on track and keeping your physicality on track keeps your mind sharp. Um, and where is it so easy to say, you know, I've got too much work. I've got a meeting. I've got of that. And a coach is going to say, uh, uh-uh, uh, you've got an hour with me <laughs> right? exactly. and mean, so keeping people on track. The, the great thing that uh, it's, it's crazy that corporations are doing this now. It's so awesome because yeah. we, especially we don't have enough hours in the day. So no. that, that if they can cut down the travel time to the gym and cut down the travel time to home you're saving your customers, your employees that much more time because they can just go from the workplace to the gym and not have those extra time. So I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I live really close to my gym because I'm a huge proponent of being close to where you work because if you do that, you're going to save so much time and money 
Um, yes. and you use that extra time to do things you actually want to do versus be on the road. If I'm on the road, I'm also learning. So I'm listening to podcasts like this. So um, that's super important. But um, I like the fact that anyone, everyone can do it. And now that we have the internet and everyone can do it online, mm -hmm. um, like a lot of my online clients love it because they're not stuck to an hour. They're right. stuck to possibly 45 minutes, an yeah. hour and a half. It depends on what my clients that are online that need to get done during that time. It also allows them to, to get extra information in from working ahead of other things I've had programmed in or um, what like little quick Skype calls that I can talk to them between sessions. They're not limited to that one hour versus my face-to-face -face clients. They're, well, after one hour, they're gone. My next client's here. And yeah, I spend time with them outside the gym, but it's not as much as if I had social media with them at all times. So yes. the, the power of the internet and being able to train people online and to be able to um, do anything online is so amazing. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the online gets a bad rap, but we wouldn't be able to do shows like this without it. And, you know, they have to understand is what we put out is what we're going to get back. So if you're getting negativity from the online, it's because that's what you're interacting with. When you choose to interact with it on a more positive nature, that's what you're going to get back. And that's the same thing when we look at self-esteem, isn't it? You know, it's um, when women look at what's meant to be sexy and and you've got to dress this way and you've got to be that way. I call it, you know, societal expectations, which are illusional. Um, yeah. And we become delusional of thinking that we can meet up to it. And who set that standard? Somewhere behind a marketer who's selling something, right? Exactly. It's like, we've got to be careful what we buy. And ultimately, you know, so yes, it's really nice to meet somebody that's very fit because then you know they're taking care of themselves. They're placing yep. that importance upon themselves. But, you know, we're not all about the chiseled abs. We want to know you're healthy and active, that we can go and do things together. If, if there, it leads to family, that there's time and space for family and activity for that. You're not going to have a heart attack at 30 because you're burgering it all the time. It's not about the, the eight pack, you know, it's about somebody who's confident in who they are as a person, their contribution in the world. And that physical and mindset, that balance of it brings about that confidence, doesn't it? Wow, there are so many things I could just go off and, and dive, dive, dive in. Come oh on. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so let's go back to the whole thing when you said self esteem. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, judge their self-esteem based on what other people label them as yes. and that's not what self-esteem is self no. is self-esteem like that's about yourself what you think of yourself so that's mm. that's number one i think that a lot of people just don't realize what that is um and then diving back into um being confident in yourself that just being confident in yourself is huge um i don't think i think a lot of people don't underestimate confidence because one, they, they don't have a great posture because they're always on their phone. So that's just mm. leading into mm -hmm. um, not having good posture, which kind of not having good posture is a reflection of self-confidence too. So if you can have a good posture, sit up straight, you're ultimately one, it's just a um, mechanical or biological uh, um, movement, I guess, for mm. men and women. Like if a, a man has his chest up or a woman has her chest up and they look like their shoulders back and they have somewhere to be, they're going to put off, put off that confidence look. And, I mean, it, they don't have to feel confident, but that's just, 
it's um, perception. It's just, yeah, perception. So that's that's awesome. If you can just work on your posture, that's going to build your confidence just through doing it. Um, not looking at social media. I for social media, you said it depends on what you're looking at. And for me, I hate being on social media. Um, I have to be on it just for my my career. And um, but I don't consume. So what I mean by that is anyone who's negative, friends, family, whoever. I unlike and I unfollow them. Um, if I know they're going to start drama with me, I just unfollow them. So they're still my friends list, but um, I'm not seeing their posts. Yeah. And anyone who's positive or anything that I'm wanting to learn, I always put that on my Facebook and it's something I'm learning. And anytime I'm looking up on my phone, I'm like, oh, okay, like I'm learning something or it's impactful. I try and follow people that are impactful and not yes. just like cute teddy bears or cute cats because those are little fluffs in our lives and they're not really going to give us those endorphin flows that we need to create those new ideas and those, those energies that we need to connect with other people. Um, I, I, yeah, I could just go on and on about this, but um, <laughs> you need to unfollow all the meme stuff, all the. Just don't buy into it, right? Don't just buy into it. it. Yeah. Become a producer of your mm. content. Um, I think that a lot of people, um, I think, I think my title says that shut up, be happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like that title. I just, I, I think people can take it different ways. I think if you want to take it in a way where I'm telling you to shut up and be happy, I think that's what social media is doing right now mm-hmm. is they're saying, this is the perfect image of this person. Shut up. And this is what you need to be like. And yes. um, I think that is not what we need right now. I think a lot of people just need to um, produce content and be who they, they are and not worry about what other people think because ultimately that's going to build your confidence in who you are as a person. And if you can just keep producing content, keep telling people who you are, I think ultimately you're going to get feedback from the people you want to be around with. And that's going to build up your, you know, the, I believe in the averages of five. So the five people you surround yourself with. So if you surround yourself with the five best people you know, and you're not that great, you're going to build up to them because you're going to adapt their behaviors. You're going to um, adapt all their um, successful tips or just through being around them. So, um, just keep producing content, just keep being who you are. And that's going to build your confidence to have a great life. Because if you can just be who you are and not what other people think you want to be, then, um, your life is easy. Well, there's several things that, I mean, the inspiration is the invitation. So when you're around inspiring people, it invites you to step up into yeah, that inspiration, that. Oh, right? That. And, uh, you know, the, um, the shut up and be happy. I think most of the time we can say that to our mirrors, you know, yeah. shut up, shut up with this stupid dialogue, shut yeah. up with this low self-esteem, shut up with this negativity towards self. You know, the happiness is in your hands. It's in your thoughts. It's in your words. It's in your actions towards yourself, right? And when we change that verbiage, then we're going to actually find where the happiness is. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, I try and flood myself with positive, like, images all the time or positivity. I have subconsciously, I mean, I even listen to when I'm uh, wanting to learn something and I'm not ready to think. I listen to podcasts while I work out. So I'm doing mm-hmm. something great, working out. Great way of doing uh, it. If I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts to learn. So I'm doing two things. If I'm cooking, same thing. If I'm in the gym and I'm training someone, I have positive music going on in the background, uplifting music that's saying go faster, go harder, you know, subconsciously. I'm not really listening to the music, but it's being beat into me yes. just subconsciously. 
Um, I'm working with people that are uplifting and positive that are much brighter than I am and I'm learning from them. So, I mean, I'm, it's great. Um, there's all sorts of, I just be myself. I hang out with positive people. I talk to positive people on the, like all the day, all the time. So like, if you can just flood your life with positivity, you're going to be positive first. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is that it, you know, a lot of people put the positive as kumbaya and that you're abstaining from life. No, you're not. You're just choosing to see the side of the coin that is productive in its positivity. Right. Yeah. Positivity isn't like, Oh, that's nice. I'm so happy. No, it is that you've chosen to take a positive path that is extremely productive for your life or your interaction. So people yeah. don't realize productive positivity is what we all need to step into because we're getting enough negativity vibrationally. And this is where, as you said, listening to the music, but not really listening to the music. There's a frequency of music that raises up our own frequency within our body, you know, those vibrations. And that actually for a lot of people who suffer from depression or feeling low, you know, getting into the music, not the words, not you know, necessarily even the tune, but that frequency that's speaking to you, yep. it really lifts you up and raises you back up into a, into a higher frequency a higher platform yeah. and so working out to to some music now and again just blasting it you know letting it come out lifting you up or sometimes yeah. it's music that calms you down and and de-angers you so music is an in huge um aspect uh, to our equilibrium in life uh, yeah music um yeah, there's so For much more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcast, and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show. I have many of them here, selfdiscoveryradiotv.com. We have so many frequency shows that it was meant to do one this morning, but the year will soon to work, so it's coming back next week. But um, I think what people don't really actually understand is the, in the chemistry of our body, we, we're 70% water. Um, when we are in a negative a environment, we actually change the structure of that water in our body. And this causes dis-ease and disconnect to our organs, to our mind, to our brain, because it literally is not getting the right um, nutrients from the water to feed the body. So it's quite essential that you do feed yourself the positivity, the affirmations, uh, the, the building of, of kindness and caring and love towards yourself because that changes the actual structure of the water that then has a more positive, productive process in feeding mind, body, and soul here. So when we talk to positivity, again, a lot of people throw this word out and they don't know how to use it. It's being kind. It's being caring. It's being loving towards yourself. And in that raising your self-esteem and raising your vibration, you step into a meaningful purpose that does become positively productive. Yeah. Sorry. I, um, I, I totally agree with that because when I, I read a quote earlier today and it was, if you look into the sunlight, you won't see darkness. So mm -hmm. if you constantly are looking into the positivity like I, if i have a little negative thing that happens to me i kind i try to either spin it into a positive way or make it a learning opportunity yes. I, don't, I don't really ever stumble into on it. failures or mm. trip like right. it's, it's how did i learn from this or how can i um spin it into a positive thing and you know go forward with it so it's i i don't know why anyone would focus on the negative. I just, I never understood that because 
I've never met someone who was successful that was negative, super <laughs> negative all the time. Um, I never, I mean, okay, for instance, this is a great example today, it's who you know, right? So if you are nice to people and you uh, network with people and you help people, you can, other people want to help you. Right. So I was a, I wasn't thinking, I just parked on our guest parking lot instead of my parking spot and I ran upstairs and I forgot, I left my car overnight. So I got towed and I had to, um, you know, go get it. Unfortunately, yeah, it was my mistake. I wasn't thinking and I, I can totally take the blame for that. And Lesson learned. This, if, I didn't, yeah, if I didn't know the people that I knew, I would have paid like a $260 fine. Mm-hmm. But luckily for me, I've met enough, enough people and I know enough people and I was able to um, get that waived because it was just a nice, they were able to do that for me. And why I say that is because if I was not a nice person and I, no one would want to help me because yeah. it's ultimately if you're a good person and you do positive things for people and you're always helping out other people, other people want to help you. It's like giver's gain. So yeah. it's being able to surround yourself with the best people around because ultimately if you're helping them, they're going to help you. And if you're a negative person, no one's going to help you. So um, yeah, I think it's what it begets, you know, negativity yeah. begets negativity, positivity begets positivity. Now, you know, we have the yin yang, the balance in life. Yeah. And, you know, it, because you've chosen to live in a positive world doesn't mean negative things don't happen to you. Just means you're more equipped to deal with it without getting caught up in it. You're still going to be angry. You're still going to be angst for things that are going on in the world, but you know how to take that deep breath and be more productive in finding a solution for it yeah. or, you know, dealing with it. Um, it doesn't mean that stuff isn't going to happen, but it also uh, doesn't mean that you're inviting it either because you've chosen to ri- live on a higher vibration. Less yeah. things are going to happen to you because of that higher frequency that you're living in. And that means, you know, a healthier mind, healthier body, healthier perspective on life, healthier interactions, and a healthier invitation to people that you want to align with. Yeah. Yeah. You ha- I mean, you have to align with, everyone i mean if you not everyone sorry you with people that you want to surround your life to be like if you're not like you said um the the invitation of inspiration i thought that was a great quote i've never heard that before so i'm gonna start using that but um um, like i said earlier the averages of the five people you surround yourself with if you can find great people to hang out with and and they're going to constantly push you because you're going to be want to be pushed and um, I like, we, we're going to go straight back around full circle, but you were talking about coaching er- earlier and how important that is. And even the most successful people need coaches mm. to push them because ourselves, we all have doubts. We all have yes, yes, um, yes. these little, um, the voices that you've told to yeah, shut voices. up and be happy. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, when I'm doing my exercises, I would love, uh, I could do 10 reps and, but if I had someone right there to help me do two more or, be able to um, tell me to pivot at one point quicker than another and not waste that time. Um, that's so important to have these coaches in your life to help you get over those little pivot points or those roadblocks or do that extra rep or two to push you to do great things. It's having someone to push you to tell you to do more is ultimately gives you intent and purpose in life because you're the one that is um, 
you have a goal, but you have some support there to push you a little bit further when you were like, ah, am I going to do this? And if any doubt is in your mind, mm. you have these people that are just going to clear that doubt because they're there to support you too. It's not, you're not on your own. So, yeah, and it's not about being competitive with self. It's just somebody okay. seeing something more in you. You know, you've got it in you for a little bit more. Come on, let's go a little bit more. I mean, I'm going to take the analogy of, of this whole um, podcasting network I have. The very first show I did was on another network and it was live. I pressed all the wrong buttons. Everything went wrong that could go wrong. And in the 13 months I was with this live station, the amount of times that things went wrong, internet would drop, I'd lose the person, the person wouldn't turn up, I would get kicked out. And you just learn to deal with it. And then you look back and go, you know, had I known that was going to happen to me, I probably wouldn't have ventured into it. But having willing to take the journey and learn along the way, I go, you know, I handled that pretty well. I've learned a great deal. There's a lot more to me than I gave myself credit. So by being pushed that little bit more and that little bit more, it's not about you being competitive with self. It's about you learning actually how awesome you are and how much you're capable of doing. Yeah, and I think a lot of people think too much of, the start and the end and that's mm. journey in between. Um, sure, you effed up a few times with the buttons, but you learn now what every single button yeah. does. You're confident <laughs> yes. where they all are. I'm sure your dexterity and your hand-eye um, hand coordination has improved. Mm -hmm. You're more confident on the mic. You're yep. more, I'm sure you take more care of your image because you're, that's important to you based on a lot of video. So yes. it's not just the, like, you learned now how to be a podcaster. Right. You learned all these five the skills along with it mm -hmm. more along the way. And then you became this awesome podcaster at the very end and you learned all this stuff in between. So, uh, I, yeah, I think that the journey is definitely a great way to learn everything that you want to learn, but then having someone there to support you along the way yeah. too. And if you would have had say, someone that was like, okay, let's fix this and this and this, this won't happen again, or let's use this keyboard instead, or hey, maybe that mic's not the best, maybe we should go wireless or whatever. Um, those little things would help you get there that much quicker versus you trying to figure out doing the research, is this a good mic for you? Or is this yeah. a good video? Or, you know, instead of here, here's a kit, this is a kit you're gonna buy, and you're done. And, right. I mean, that's ultimately the great thing about having a coach and anything. I mean, you have someone there who has that hindsight that you didn't have and now can bring you up to that much quicker than you could on your own. I mean, ultimately, you know, I always say this is, you know, our self-discovery is what is quote, quote, our instrument in life. What, you know, what's, what's our purpose? What, what is the instrument that we're using to bring to the orchestra of life, right? And in our yeah. self-discovery, what that instrument is, and then, you know, we really get to, to perfect it to a point where we are, where we are it. You know, we're being it, not just doing it. We can bring it to that orchestra to create a harmony and a symphony that then invites others. In that journey of understanding what our instrument is, we're going to put on many, many, many hats. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and along the line, you're going to go, oh, you know, okay, these are the hats I wear well. Uh, these are the hats I need to delegate out and give to someone else, right? And, but in that discovery of, of that instrument, you kind of sometimes you do, I can play another instrument, or I can play it this way, I can play it that way. If I wasn't willing to go into that self-discovery, I wouldn't know what I could do. 
I wouldn't know how far I could push myself. I wouldn't know how much it would extend into other aspects of my life. It's not just about the instrument. It's about how that instrument plays in all aspects of your life. So having that trainer, having somebody that pushes you, having somebody that believes that there's more in you, and sometimes even a question is saying, you've done enough today. Take a step back. Don't yeah. overload, right? Oh, Just yeah. as important. People actually then take that into their arena, whatever that arena is. And they find themselves pushing themselves a little bit further. You know, I didn't think I could do that. But, you know, I've got to give it a try. Yeah. I got pushed this morning. I did something I didn't think I could do. I think I can go and do this now. So yeah. the domino effect that it happens into your life is, is positively productive. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's so important to start your day off right. right? Yes. That's what we started with in the morning, in the very beginning is because if you don't start your day off right and you set it on a negative tone or a positive tone, yeah. um, you're going, like, I, I realized, you know, it's funny, and I'm sure everyone can relate, but I remember when I was like 14 or 15, you know, you think your parents are so stupid, they don't know anything. <laughs> of course, we and know nothing. <laughs> and then you get to like, I don't know, 25, 30, 40, whatever, and you're like, God, my parents were so smart. I just wish I would have listened so much more <laughs> Like when it comes to little things like little sayings, um, like rolling off the wrong side of the bed or, mm. um, you know, treat yep. others how you want to be treated. Yes. Or yes. Um, what comes around goes around. Mm. Like little, all these little sayings like are all true. You just thought they were little sayings, but if you actually like put them into practice, um, like rolling on the right side of the bed instead of the wrong side of the bed, you're going to do good things, like, and you're going to have an easy life. I, I just, I, I don't know why people make it that are negative make their life so hard on themselves, when if they just was positive, it would be so much easier. Unfortunately, there's an awful lot of people that because of the way they've been brought up and programmed, um, they wouldn't know what positivity is because they haven't been brought up in that environment. And very few of them take the journey to go through the process to come out the other end because yeah. they've chosen to look for love or they've chosen to look for something more positive. And there are so many people and, and in such masses of amount of population and obviously a great deal of this is around poverty, lack of education, most certainly um, dysfunctional families. And uh, they, they don't know any different. Yeah. And so this is why, having mentors or, or people to look up to, you know, people that they, they look up to and go, well, look where he came from or she came from yeah. and, and look where they are now. And they were willing to go through the process. They were willing to work on themselves and yeah. on work and having a better life. Maybe if I change my perspective, I could do that. But then comes the next word is how and who. Yeah. I mean, I, right? I can relate to those people actually. I, um, I was at one point I was living in my ex-girlfriend's garage because I couldn't afford my rent. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, I had those negative mindsets and I thought I was going to be living in a garage the rest of my life. Like I totally get that. Like I, but it's not, it's about understanding that you can and you're not going to like put up with it, I guess. If you. Or that, that there is another way out. Yeah. Most of the time it's this, they don't know there's another way out. But when they yeah. see there's another way out, then that's the invitation, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's that learned helplessness. And I yes. think that um, a lot of, that's what social media, I think, puts on a lot of people, it is learned helplessness is because they tell them, hey, you don't look this way yet. You don't look this way. And they're not really enjoying the journey because 
they're only looking at their phones and seeing these photoshopped yeah. people versus actually going to the gym and seeing the progression of other people, how they're actually progressing the same way that they are versus looking at these done up models. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the reality of it, how many people yeah. walk around with the eight pack looking glistening, right? You know, um, and, you know, there's a, a veteran I've interviewed a few times called Bobby Henline, and he was blown up in his hummy, lost all his friends, and literally his skull burnt down to the bottom, lost part of his arm, and, you know, has had so many skin grafts, etc. But, you know, he works out, and, and they did a fantastic pinup. A calendar or a magazine of veterans who had lost limbs or had lost this and lost that. And, you know, for someone who was, you know, good looking and then literally burnt down and having to come back from that and then in their self-esteem of stepping up into saying, I'm still gorgeous. I'm, I'm still lovely. It doesn't matter if there's a limb missing or this is missing or that is missing. It is not about what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside that counts yeah. and that he's placed value upon uh, the gift of his life and uh, you know and presents himself in a very confident way and yes he works out he's got very good abs yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's about I think don't let these illusions of somebody else's perspective of what you should look like or what you should be like get in the way of embracing who you are and what you are and what you can be should you choose to be totally yeah i it goes all about self-esteem if you're mm -hmm. confident in who you are and and you portray that to other people people are going to take that in as that's who you are versus them trying to put a label on you and if you're it's give take it's yes. in and out if you, perceive, if you put all your energy out there and your positivity and your confidence out there people are going to take that in because that's obviously how it goes it's in an input or output. If you're the one that is taking in the input and you're not putting any output out there, you're going to suck in what you think other people think you feel like. Yes. And that's not what you should. It's you should always be producing content. Like I've been saying is stop consuming and start being who you are because ultimately people are going to treat you the way you value yourself. Yeah. Step into your beingness not to doing this, you know, um, a lot of people think that their title is, you know, a, a definition of who they are or their money is a definition of who they are, their fame or their fortune. And when it comes down to it, it really is your character, you know, how you treat yourself, how you treat others, um, your kindness, your self-love and love of others that really, really defines who you are. And I think that's the image we're wanting to have, isn't it? So when you're talking about the mind, the soul and the, and the, the body coming together, the body should represent that self-care and that self-love so that the mind can be in tuned with what is needed. And in that love, you become the provider of. Um, it's never one thing. It's not about working out and getting muscles, is it? It's, no. it's about working out the entire whole of you, that chi that energy running through all of you, igniting everything in your body and your mind. Yeah, so I actually, I don't, I don't know if I've created this. I don't think I have, but there, I believe in four pillars of fitness, and I believe it mm -hmm. starts with the mind, which is all about positivity and self-esteem self or um, self-confidence. Uh, I believe in internal, so 
that's your hydration. And we talked about that earlier mm -hmm. and your nutrition, making sure that you are taking in proper nutrition. You're not eating crap food. I always kind of relate it to a rocket ship. Um, yeah. If you have, a, if you put, you know, 87 fuel in a rocket ship, our bodies, our body's a rocket ship. If it's not going to go anywhere, it's not going to perform like it should. If we're putting rocket fuel in a rocket ship, then it's going to run at maximum performance. So we need to give ourselves rocket fuel. Mm -hmm. um, and then external, so posture is super important with confidence, physique, so taking care of your body, like you said. And uh, number one is the mind. So that goes with the self-love, the self-confidence. So that's number one. Internal, if you don't eat correctly, and you don't feel good, you're not gonna have the body that you want. So it's number three is where I really think the body is important. Yeah. And posture and all that. So that's third on the totem pole. And then if you, once you can take all three of those and really mold them into who you are, then my fourth pillar is helping others. So yes. being supportive and being able to tell other people how to be confident or how to feel good about themselves or trying to help other people because if you don't feel confident in who you are you shouldn't ever tell anyone how they should feel right because fake news <laughs> that's really what yeah. comes about isn't yeah. it is that exactly. you know people who are earnest because you really help hear it coming from the heart coming yeah. from the conviction it's in their tone it's in the uh, the verbiage it's in their posture all right. When people's trying to sell you something, you know, I always say that there are some people out there, they've caught onto the bandwagon quote of uh, this whole self-esteem or this, you know, um, self-awareness building and they're very good preachers, but they're not very good teachers because they haven't taught themselves yet. Yeah. So they're busy selling something that they're, they're not using. And after a while, you, you hear the empty words. Because people who are truly living it, who are being it and sharing it, you really do feel that yeah. connection with, as opposed to people who are just pitching it. Yeah. It's, if you have no product, then, I mean, you're not selling anything. You're selling garbage. Because if you don't, and you're your product these people that are yes being their yes. confidence and they're the product but if they don't feel good with themselves and they have a bad product unfortunately and um if they can't tell you what you're getting um based on what you're selling that's why a lot, i think a lot of trainers these days and a lot of uh self-confidence and these um like you were saying these people jumping on the bandwagon yeah and if they have a product um but they won't tell you what it is or anything about it or how long it is or how much it is or, yeah. and they're just trying to sell you. Um, yeah. That's, they have no product because they don't even know what it is. It's just, guess well, I mean, you are selling yourself. You're selling the conviction of what you do to others. And because you believe in it and because you are an example of it, you, your product is you and they're buying that, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah. honest and earnest. And that's where we have to be in any form of business today. We're looking at the consciousness of be your business because the game, the inspiration and the invitation. When you are, are open and honest with who you are, not just what you're selling, yeah. it's all about relationships. We want to have a relationship with people. So that we're hearing each other. We're listening to each other. We don't need somebody coming along going, bah, 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 and 
pitching is something that doesn't mean anything to us because it doesn't relate to anything in our lives because they haven't taken the time to listen. Yeah, a lot. I think a lot of people need to do the research and understand that um, you, we are our brand. We, yes. Um, we are, people are buying into not the company, but ourselves and believe in, in the value that we bring them. I mean, I, the thing that I love about podcasting and I just thought it's so amazing that you're able to do this just, I mean, just by your brand is you're in the ear of people, you know, every week for hours, you know, a week. And you're giving that free value, that free information. They're buying into your great work, the positivity that you're giving the world and they're believing in you. Just like my clients believe in me because yes. I'm changing their lives. I'm doing, I'm building that connection with them. I'm, I'm spending time with them outside of the gym and there's more to just life than um, lifting weights or uh, more um, than just press ups. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Feel... It's building that relationship again. I actually have a wonderful relationship through social media because that's the algorithm I feed of people who are interact with me over the shows that I do. They've become the self-discovery listening family. And, you know, I've literally had people say to me, you know, that shows changed my life or that show saved my life. And, wow. you know, it's, it's very gratifying to know that it's had that impact. And this is not just all me folks. This is me interviewing wonderful people like Brandon are out there making a difference in the lives of others. And that's what it's about. My platform is to show the world of how many wonderful people out there in their own conviction, in their own passion, in their own calling are out there sharing that beautiful yeah. gift, that lovely instrument with other people. Because so many times, well, I just didn't know, or I don't know where to go, or I don't know what to do. Listen to a podcast. There's somebody that's been there that's done that. And that's now got the information for you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny you say that these people are interacting with you outside mm. and I feel that they really know you as if like you're their friend. Because yes. You've maybe never talked to them like this in an interview, but they've listened to you for hours, mm -hmm. for weeks, for years, and they're able to really connect with you because you've, they've heard your whole life story millions of times, which, and then they first reach out and you're like, oh, I don't know you. And they're like, oh, I love this episode and that episode and this one. And you're like, yeah, I remember some of those, but uh, it's, it's cool that you can outreach that many people. And I think it's so cool that the pod podcasting is now not just media or just not yeah. the radio where it's uh, what's hot right now or yeah. who's doing what it's a, specific need or specific lesson or a specific topic, specific topic that you are preaching positivity or mm -hmm. enlightenment. Or um, if I wanted to learn about real estate, I listen to a real estate podcast. If I listen to fitness, I'm going to listen to a fitness podcast. And it's tailored to my particular needs or your particular needs or your viewers particular needs. And that's what's so cool about your being able to do what you do. And the thing is, I'm sure you find this in your own business. When you need something, you can turn to your clientele or I can turn to my followers. I can turn to, you know, the, the, the interviewees that I've had and say, I'm needing help right now. I need support right now. I need this right now. And the amount of support that I get is so wonderful because although I listen to all this wonderful wisdom, and having done over 1,400 shows, I've listened to a lot of beautiful wisdom. You still get to a, a particular part in the road sometimes where you just need help. And, oh, I, yeah. and it's not like, 
I've put myself here and there, there. It's that I'm just as like everybody else, just like you're like everybody else. And we have our vulnerable moments and we need help. And it's extraordinary the amount of people that have come forth, even just with support and good wishes or actual wisdom. And it's, that is what collaboration and that's what community is about. And that's what we really need to do for each other. Yeah, that's why, I mean, I said earlier is when you give that giver's gain, if you're, mm -hmm. you're constantly giving those hours of valuable information to millions of people all over the world, and it allows them to connect with you. And when you have, you know, a moment of need, they're going to be right there for you because you've been giving them this, these hours of content, for, right. you know, forever. And then being able to network with people, I was, it's funny because I have a, mixed feeling when it comes to networking and really building connections um, on social media because when you're able to do video chats like this and you can really you can build a connection with people and it's it's funny because I've learned that now I've been doing more local networking so networking groups and building connections that way and just the if you can surround yourself with a group of people like you who are love to network and help each other and build each other up and have people in your local area to help and build you up. You're surrounded in all sides and you mm -hmm. can just call depending on what you need because out, you know, there's a global need of something where you can't find it locally, but then there's a need where you need to find the best bar or the best restaurant or the best date, or maybe you need a, I don't know, whatever. It's being able to have those people that, um, are around you to that are positive and that are looking to help other people just like we're looking to help other people yes. that are always looking to continue to give and give and give and that's why I find you know giving is so important and networking is so important because when you do have those moments of vulnerability you can call on someone who's going to be there in an instant but that's the receiving and you yeah. know when you are a giver which you know you you generally are by nature um yeah. I was a giver for so long without the receiving and then I become depleted because nobody was filling my tank. Right. <laughs> and then I had to learn to be a receiver. And I was always about, no, 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 no. You know, I'm just continuing to give. Don't worry about me. Marta, Marta. And I had to learn to be vulnerable. I had to learn to ask for help. I had to learn to accept the gift. And, you know, it's like, I actually said to somebody once, but by refusing a gift of some, what somebody wants to do for you, you're insulting them. And then if I, hang on, Sarah, you refuse the gift of care. And I hadn't thought about it that way until I'm saying it to someone else. So when we ask for help, we're actually giving people that gift of stepping into their own expertise and giving us the gift of that wisdom. So it's that constant back and forth, isn't it? That really then gives us that balance and that equilibrium that we're looking for in life. Yeah, I think that there's a difference between giving, giving, giving and fixing, fixing, fixing. Yes. And, and um, <laughs> I, I realized that I was trying to fix people and not really give. Mm. Um, and that has to be a, a definitely something that you need to evaluate in yourself, um, just everyone in general. Yeah. And, realize that once you start giving and you're not receiving, making sure that you are giving to the right people and that are not just always taking, 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 because like you said, there are going to be energy vampires or yes. people that are going to suck, suck, suck and not give. And you need to surround, and it just goes with 
having that right mindset and hanging out with the right people and you know that positive life because if you surround yourself with more positive people that you're at, at some point it's gonna come back and it's making sure you're always how do i explain that like you need to make sure that you're focused on giving to the right people that need it and that are willing to accept it because you're again ultimately going to learn from them to it's okay to accept at some point right and if you are able to realize that you can accept gifts and it's okay and that that they're you're they're doing the same thing you are because you're giving and they're giving and if they're willing to accept it then why shouldn't you right so um it's just having and then it goes with confidence knowing that they're not going to want something in return because you're accepting something um being that you know that you have this relationship where you guys have each other's backs. It's, it's ultimately a give-take relationship, but you understand that you're there to make each other's lives easier. Right. And it's not, it's not they're going out of their way to do something. It's they're doing it because they care and they want you to make your life a little easier. I mean, a lot of life is about adapt and adopt, isn't it? You know, when you're working with someone, you're asking them to kind of adapt to a different lifestyle, you know, the way they eat. Um, you know, kind of the 80-20 rule is, is good. 80% be good all the time. That 20%, you know, if you're out for dinner or out to somebody else's place, you know, it, you don't want to go in with dietary restrictions and yeah. you, you'll accept what's there and you don't sweat it. You don't get guilty about it. And um, but it's it's when placing that 80% on your body of this is 80% of the time I'm going to be nutritionally balanced. I'm going to place that time and effort upon myself for my body. I'm going to give myself that mind rest or mind drilling and whatever I need to have. And it's it's getting into a mindset and then um, you know adopting those practices that are going to make that adaption easier. I think that a lot of people try and change too quickly. Yeah. Um, if you are changing someone's whole lifestyle overnight, they're going to fail. Um, yes. I believe that you need to slowly Oh, all or nothing. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. One step exactly. at a time. You're going to fall flat on your face otherwise. People don't like change. So if no. you're change, trying to change someone too quickly, it's, they're going to freak out and they're going to result back, result back to their old ways. So mm. if they can stay on the right path, they are looking to, and you can slowly bring them into, you know, warm water or cold water and kind of ease them into it, they're going to much easily adapt to the situation. Um, they also, yeah, they're going to much easier to adapt to the situation. But I think it's also more sure footing. You know, it's um, if you're learning a dance, you're not going to get up and do the tango right like that. You've got to get the, you know, the, the steps down and then you've got to get the rhythm with the steps and then you've got to allow the body to flow with those steps and allow the music to penetrate so the artisticness can come out. All of this is a process. An athlete yeah, so, doesn't go up to the Olympics without yeah. doing and the with, training or going through the process. So with my clients, a lot of my clients, I think, trainers in general try and get people to feel the muscle too quickly or to move the pat do the patterns too quickly they need to understand the movement first then they need to start making small tweaks as you go along and it's not a gradual it's not a quick change like think of a pool like you have steps into a pool you're not just diving in because you're going to get hurt you need to make sure that you understand the mechanics of 
the movement patterns, why you're doing it a certain way. Because ultimately, I don't want to train you all my life. I don't want to train you all your life. Yes. I want you to learn how to do it on your own so that in three months, six months, a year, depending on your goals, and if you want to keep progressing those goals, to learn what I teach you and take that into life and ultimately be confident in working out on your own and doing just being confident in the gym, but also being confident in other aspects of life. You're not just going to, and I think that's kind of goes back to what we said earlier about learning how you are a podcaster. You're learning all the mm. cool steps along the way, but now you have a coach to teach you all the little things along the way. So you understand the mechanics and the whole process behind it, but they're also helping you overcome the roadblocks that are essentially in the way that maybe it took you, him or you a year, but now he can cut it down to a week or those yeah. little pivot points. So being able to have a coach and being able to have a coach that understands all sorts of different um, bodies or all sorts of different um, people that can't dance, like I can't dance well. So having someone that can adapt my movements to how I flow better in a dance or the, in working out, ultimately you're going to have someone that can pivot you in the right direction because they've worked with so many people and you're not going to fall yeah. in face. You see, basically you've hit on a point here. You're not trying to get everybody to do the same thing. You're working within their rhythmic parameters yep. of what they can do. And, you know, some people can do this so very well, but I find it really awkward to do that. And then you have to gauge what they can and cannot do, slowly introduce it. And if that is simply not their, their line, then you give them something else to do that is more their forte. It's not about the battling to do everything. It's doing something that becomes so joyful and so natural that you will constantly grow with it. Well, and that's what I was telling you earlier about not like I, if I have a client that it does not like working out, like I'm not going to force them to work out. I'm yeah. going to drop them as a client and be like, Hey, go talk to my friend over at you know this mountain climbing store or go on a, come to spin with yeah. me. I take spin on Sundays. Like, I don't teach it. I'm just, a, I do spin, do something you enjoy that is going to be a positive thing in your life. Because like I said, if we can surround ourselves in positivity in all aspects of our lives, we're going to be a positive person and it's going to make our lives a lot easier. If we do things we don't enjoy, like I'm a big believer in you should not work at a job you hate because if you work <laughs> at a job you hate, you're going to constantly wake up in the morning, say, Oh, I hate going to work. Then you're going to be doing something you hate for eight hours. Then you're going to drive home because you're so exhausted from hating this job. Mm. And then you're going to go home and take that into your personal life and yes. your family life and everything else. And then they're going to get pissed off at you. And then <laughs> you just have this vicious cycle of negativity. And then you're going to have cortisol and hormones releasing that you don't want. And ultimately, it's not a good Pretty way picture. to live your life. <laughs> no. So if yeah. you can do something you love and help people that's ultimate and you believe and you have the confidence to do it then the whole world is your oyster right and of course as you said you work people with people virtually as well so you you can work with people whether they're physically there or not yeah so i have an app that all my clients uh use i actually my group class uses it too um, in my face-to-face training but it keeps track of their exercises it's all video based there's two-way communication um, we can do Skype calls on it if we need to. Um, it's a whole app that I have built. Um, so yeah, I do it online. It, they have their workout program. 
with the videos, with the rev sets, they fill it all in. We make adjustments. Um, they have a nutritional with a grocery list um, that they can print out and take to the grocery store for their meals for that week. Um, yeah, all sorts of, I have a few clients online and then I train and mentor trainers also. Right, and you train trainers as well. Right. So uh, do the trainers have to have a certain amount of training before they come to you and then you, you train them to be trainers uh, as a coach? So I work with trainers that are already certified, that have mm. the degree. They are, they, I like to work with trainers that have probably been doing it for a year. They have a few clients. They understand the business. Um, they're not, they kind of understand and they're kind of looking to grow and take it to that next level. And they just kind of, I guess, running in circles because they don't know what to do next, how they right. can save time. They're maybe driving and they're mobile and they're driving the house to house or they have a few clients and they don't like to split shift, but they only have two clients and it's three hours in between. So I help them grow. They need to have at least a few clients to understand how training works. They're confident in their training and they can ask for money. They have to be confident in mm -hmm. their providing value to someone. So, so you're giving them the, uh, the structural blocks in which to do their training in. Yeah, I mean, I teach them how to set up their social media. I teach them how um, to interact. I teach them how to build systems to save them time, um, how to mass mail, stuff like that. Right, which, which you know, in any business, there's this, the business side of things that you have yeah. to do. You know, you do what you love, but there's always an aspect of it that is, you know, you maybe not love so much, but has to happen so you can do what you love. Exactly. So, yeah, and if, if you've got that structure there, then it's a less of a fight in doing what you love, and then it becomes more of a system that's working for you. Exactly, or hire, I mean, I don't like accounting. I'm not going to go to right. my taxes. I'm going to go hire a CPA to do my taxes. Yeah, for them uh, it's chop, 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 and for you it's tearing your hair out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's going to take me that much longer to learn all the yes. tax laws, and that's their area specialty. I'm going to hire them out. That's what leverage is. So if I've, had, I've had so many arguments in the past with various people that I was once married to that, you know, it's uh, in going to the mechanic, um, I'm going to describe the lack of performance or what's going on. It's not for me to tell them exactly. It's this part of the engine that's doing this and that, because if so, then I would know how to fix it myself. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a, you want to be able to be articulate enough to describe the problem, but you know, the, the specialist should know from that description or even taking it out themselves, what the problem is and to fix it. Yeah. Everybody's got their own hat to wear. Don't try and wear everybody else's hat. Don't yeah. go in as a specialist and something you're not. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in um, definitely having like those power hours of having those hats. Like for instance, in the morning I train 4 a.m. to about 11. But if I have a, like an hour gap, like a client cancels because he's sick that morning and I have an hour of space, I'm not, I try, I've tried to work out, I've tried to lift at the gym and it just, I can't do it because I'm still in workout mode, right. training mode. I'm still responding to messages i'm responding to emails i'm gonna go work on my computer that's because i'm still in that hat after 11 i'm done i'm not gonna train anymore i don't take any more clients and then i put on my social media hat my online clients and training so i'm more interactive with people i'm talking to them i'm not i'm talking to myself and that's been very interesting to learn how to do <laughs> and so i've been doing that so that's been very fun and then after three usually I'm done. I'm not talking. I'm not going anywhere. I am not going to go hang out with you. I am not going to go 
go to get a drink. I'm not gonna have lunch because I'm tired and I need to have my, my own hat on where I'm like away from everyone. It's me time, I can just think, I can do dishes, I can work out, I can put away dishes, I can walk the dog. Um, just me time. So I find that if you can just limit your hats yes. and your specialties and what you're really good at and trying to leverage everything else that is annoying or not something you don't like doing or um, someone can do it faster than you can and less time with very little money, then you should do that. Yeah. But you know, you, you hit on something that's really important, which is time management. And the thing about time management that's really important is that, you know, some people will say, oh, you know, I don't have time for a trainer. I don't know where to fit it in. And by helping them fit it in into a particular structure and become a part of their lives, they will find them more productive on other aspects that normally they would have spent more time on that they don't need to spend as much time on anymore because they've learned that productivity. Well, time management is huge. I mean, I, I think at the beginning of this call, we said that I'm going to, I move, I live close to my house where I work yes. um, because I don't want to drive an hour, half hours to go somewhere. If you can work out early in the morning and get that blood flowing, you have that mindset of doing one thing after another and continuously doing things. Like you're consistently wanting to get things done and um, you have that energy to do things like I think it's so important to get that workout in even if it's a half hour 20 minutes to get that blood flowing that's why uh, you know the miracle morning is based off I think an hour so each thing's about 10 minutes you don't need to have a whole gym at home you can do it in a little circle on the floor and get your heart rate up just mm -hmm. do something to get that going even if you say you can't make it to the um to the gym because you have a meeting that day you have 10 minutes, you're not, there's little things you can cut out of your day. You don't need to take a whole lunch. You can take a half lunch and get something in. You can work out online and you can, there's so many free uh, resources on YouTube. You can do it before you go to bed. You can do it in, don't do it in the shower. I was just kidding. Um, you can, you know, you can. A few concussions later. <laughs> you can wake up, uh, wake up earlier. I mean, I wake yeah. up at 2.50 and I go to bed at nine. There's, you can stop watching TV. TV is mm. a time waster. You can mm -hmm. get off social media. There's, everyone has 24 hours of the day. If I can train six to eight hours a day and take care of a dog and spend time with my wife and do all that, you can find time in the day to work out. Yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to kind of prioritize. And, you know, if you are running your own business, you know how important it is to, to structure that business. Hmm? I live on a calendar, my iPhone. Uh, right, right, exactly. I don't have my iPhone scheduled. I'm not going to make it. I'm, I'm with you on that. And, you know, that you learn to, to structure your time and then you know when is shut off time and when isn't. So you, in looking at your time, you have to look at this appointment with, with you as the trainer or with your exercise program as a meeting, as yeah, a very, very important meeting and block it out. It is that time, right? And make sure you don't, you know, throw that time away before another meeting you're going to stick in. No, that's an important meeting that you can't afford to walk away from. And I think that all this all ties into um, learning those skills that make you more confident, make you time, our time management is, it's a whole lifestyle, right? So if you can st stick to a schedule, if you are 
you respect other people's time and you value other people's time, you're going to value your own time. You're going to schedule it out and you're going to invest that time in your own health. Um, if it's important to you, I, I always tell people like, or my people that invite me, if I'm not going to put it in my calendar, I'm not going to be there because I need to make sure that I have it in my calendar because I live off my calendar. And if it's not scheduled, it's probably not that important to me. So I, and if it's so like, for instance, my wife does all of our social gathering because our social planning, because I don't want to handle that, that stuff. Right. Um, if she wants, if we want to go out, if we have friends, I have her schedule it because I know it will get done because mm -hmm. it's that's not an important thing to me to go and do social events, but it's important to her. So she's going to go schedule it. And she says, be ready at this time. And I'll be ready at the time because it's scheduled in a calendar. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm a, I'm an old Google calendar. Everything goes into there. And so, uh, and then again, I think it's about pacing yourself. You know, for me, um, I started, yeah, I'm a nine to five, nine o'clock. I'm at the computer. I'm doing all the email. I'm doing, you know, all the postings and all of that type of thing. 10 o'clock, I start with the interviews. Yeah. I don't like to do more than two a day. And then there's the editing and then there's the, you know, uploading and the, all of that. And then there's the conference calls and all the other stuff that you have to do around yeah. four or five o'clock. That's it. I'm done. You know, I'll come back and check email at the end of the day for anything for the next day, but that's it. And, and yeah. for a while there, I didn't. And it was, it was costing me physically. It was costing me emotionally and stress-wise. So I think this is very, you know, especially business people, entrepreneurs, it's like, no, no, you've got to work 24 hours a day. Well, then you've got burnout. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I have that problem. I mean, I, I like, but see, I enjoy what I do. And I, I, I could work 24 hours a day, seven days a week because I enjoy it. And a lot of, just like you, you enjoy yep. it but I think that's why I realized uh, really recently that after three or rather after five I'm done like I'm not gonna after three I don't talk to people but my wife comes home at six so I, I put everything away and I spend time with her because I need that extra time to right. get away from work and make sure that I have that balance in relationships yes I mean that's why I go out and network because I'm building those relationships in person i have that human interaction versus always on social media so having that balance of an inside life and an outside life and real people versus just images and yes the balance of it is stuff. important very so important. to have those relationships is super important so i yeah i could work all the time because i enjoy it but i know that for me i need to make sure that i have a balance because i'm i drive myself insane yeah, and that's with everything in life. I mean, what you're teaching people to do is not only to be physically well balanced, you know, the exercise that's going to exercise all of their body, it exercises the mind, nutritional for the right fuel in the body to feed the mind and the body, yeah. uh, you know, to prioritize that has been very important, which is then placing importance upon yourself, different from self-importance, but placing importance upon yourself and your well-beingness. Uh, and there's uh, is a part of your self-esteem training yeah. as well and so all of these things add up and then start you know dominoing out into your life and every other aspects of your life so you really do need to give yourself this time of love and self-care because of the the wonderful domino effect it has in all arenas of your life yeah and i think that it kind of i think people think we live in a linear world 
difficult. We're, we're only a, a little bit happier than we were before. We're going to make a little bit more money than we were before, but that's not really how it is. Like life is exponential and mm. the happiness, you can be 20 times happier than you were last week. And you can be, you know, you can build on to that happiness and that, or whatever wealth or um, friends or whatever. It's not, you don't have one extra friend last year than you did last year. You might have five, like life yeah. is exponential. So if you can consistently build off all that exponential energy, you know, financial, um, just happiness, networking with people, physicality, all that stuff. It's going to, like you said, be a domino effect, but it's yeah. going to spread and it's going to overflow in all aspects of your life, not just one pool. It's going to fold in all pools of your life. Right. So you've also got the Blueprint ebook, which is free. So tell us about that and how people so that, get it. So that is, that is an ebook for trainers that just talks about the mentality of being a business owner, networking, um, building connections with your clients, um, pretty much how to run a business the outline of a business. It doesn't go into a lot of detail of how I run my systems, but it says to create systems to save yourself time. And it gives some examples on my blog. I have a lot more information, detailed guides of how to run a fitness business. So, and then my Instagram is just all free content of different workouts that I do, um, mindset exercises. I constantly talk on my social media about positivity and motivation, networking, how to be successful, things I'm doing. I'm, you know, I'm buying a 10 unit uh, property, hopefully in Texas or uh, Vegas. So just about my life and what I'm doing as a person versus um, not really, I don't, I don't really talk about exercise as much. There's a lot of free content of work, workouts, but more about what goes through my head every single day right. and what's who I am as a person. Right. Because yeah, more about who so you are many, than rather what you do. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, there's so many great, so much great content out there, free content of just free information out there that people should utilize to better themselves. But if people are looking more for, to take it their life to that next level, a lifestyle change, then that's more of the people that I work with. Right. And of course, you have a YouTube channel too, where people can pick up a lot of information that you have along there as well. But how do people get hold of you, and um, and, and where do they get this free book as well? Yes, so Impact Life Change is my website, and it's backslash ebook. So really easy to download it as a personal trainer. Um, if you're looking to get in contact with me as your personal trainer, investor, a podcaster, or uh, just someone who's looking to change their life. You can find me on my trainer, Brandon, super easy on Facebook or Instagram, just my trainer, Brandon. So that's And that's on your Facebook as well, right? That's, yeah, both on my Facebook and my Instagram. Um, I think I'm on Twitter and uh, Snapchat, but I don't really use them. So uh, and then, really don't promote them. Me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. go ahead and uh, get a hold of me on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram and it's impactlifechange.com and you know it's um, whether we like it or not we have to move our bodies and yeah. if we don't if we don't get this vehicle moving um, you know it rust. starts to rust <laughs> you know, things start to break down it's designed to move and you know sometimes you need that trainer who, who not only understands maybe either some of your limitations your body type or 
even your mental body connection uh, and it's not a one size that fits all you yeah. know it's finding somebody who can understand you and what you need um, that fits into your lifestyle that fits into your body type that fits into your whole mental aspect around it because it's not just like do these exercises and that's done no, you know no, no. you're building a relationship with their body with their mind yeah. and body uh-huh. i totally am i mean i'm I'm learning probably more about them than their spouse or their partner or whoever, because they're, I'm like a hairdresser in a sense, because <laughs> they're opening up to me and one, we're do, pushing the heart exercises. So you know, we're putting weight around. I'm getting up in them because obviously I want to support them and spot them. But you know, you it's that trust that you're building because you know that you can push them to that next level and they have to trust in you that that you can bring them to that level, but they also, you need to trust in them that they will do the things that you want them to do. So it is a, a, a bond that's being built. And I think that's why that, uh, I do so well with men is because I can build that bond with them in a sense because I'm also a man. I can relate to them on emotionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. and all the aspects of life. So um, you are building that trust and that trust in you so it goes back and forth because if i don't have if i have a client who it feels that they don't trust in themselves or that they can't do something they're going to injure themselves and i don't want them to to do that so we're going to take it back into where they feel confident in something or if they're they're not willing to put in the effort or the time in themselves um i'll drop them i don't Mm -hmm. want someone where they're just wasting their time and their money because they're wasting their time and their money. And I find that time is super important. Money just, you know, comes and goes. It's like a river. But if you are not wasting time, like you're gonna, money's just gonna come. So I want someone who is focused on getting the results that they want because they are want to be the confident person that they feel that they are in the inside. Right. And you know, this. It's also that vulnerability because when you do do the exercise and you're releasing the endorphins, you're releasing the anxiety, yeah. you know, sometimes you're just going to have a little breakdown and a damn good cry. And it's, you know, yeah. you know, and it's, it's nice to know that you can do it and that someone isn't going to judge you for it. It says, Hey, good. You're just releasing, you're letting it all out and yeah, a mean, safe place to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have, so I have a client who's an awesome gentleman that I've met um, since training. He has Parkinson's disease. And he went from pretty much staggering around, um, just getting through life because, you know, his posture was bad. Um, just his body was breaking down because he was sedentary. You know, just that disease does that to you. And since working with me, he has a whole new lease on life. He's an entrepreneur like myself. His business has never been thriving as much as it is now. His, just his life is thriving because he's more enjoying in life. And one of the things that he couldn't do was skip. Mm. something as easy as skip and um we practiced it and he really wanted to be able to skip and we did it and he was just the joy in his face and just that something that easy but something that he wanted to accomplish and he accomplished it and just to see that like joy in his eyes is it's worth you know i can give it back to the world right i mean this is the thing is that don't think you have to be um, you know, a completely fine-toned, you know, six, eight-pack person to go to a trainer. 
you can go to a chain that are completely flabby and or, or have health issues that you're battling with and the trainer is going to help you regain your health and work within your parameters. You know, as you said, you're not going to push them outside of their capabilities, but you're going to push them into something that they are capable of. And from that, they can discover a little more and a little more and a little more and gain that confidence, but also yeah. gain physical strength, gain the mental strength to go with it as well, because you're going to work with them within their parameters not just as i said you know when you go to a gym everybody kind of a lot of the time it's just cookie cutter and people yeah. aren't working with them so having a trainer who's somebody that's going to work with you no matter what's going on in your life no matter where you are physically right now wherever you are emotionally right now you can get them going on the right steps and the right process that's going to work with them strengthen them and take them to a place that they need to be yeah, my, uh, it's funny that you say that because just today I was talking to my client. Actually, it was yesterday. I was talking to my client and he, my, Philip, he, the one with Parkinson's disease, he even said to me, he's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have a six pack, have an eight pack. I don't want to be ripped. I just want to be healthy. Yes. Because he knows that once he becomes healthy, that's just going to come. Like yeah. ultimately, if you're working on your body and you're eating correctly, that six pack or those abs or those nice arms or those nice shoulders or you know tight triceps are ultimately going to come with being healthy like it's just a byproduct of it so work on fixing your health and your mind mm -hmm. and the and the, the six pack is going to come with time it's just consistency yeah and you know it doesn't matter what age you are either right young or old uh, it doesn't matter, you know, for the older generation, you want to get up and dance with your wife again, or you want to be able to play with your grandkids, right? Yeah. If there's a young generation, you want to be able to be that entrepreneur and have time for the wife and the kids when you get home, yeah. you know, and to do the other activities. So it's, this isn't an age barrier, but it is first and foremost a mindset. Yeah, I have a client who is 73 and he does all sorts of things that, it, probably a lot of 24 year olds can't mm -hmm. do it these days. So um, it doesn't matter what age that you are working out, just be active. Um, one, it's just gonna create just, it's a lifestyle. So if you can stay active honestly and keep that high energy, that's just gonna be that vibration in your mindset too. So it's about getting your mind right. I think that if we can teach people how to be more confident at a younger age, yes. Um, that they're ultimately, that confidence is going to overflow into those other pools, like we said, into body, mind, all that other thing. So it starts definitely with the mind and that's, it, you should work on that regardless of age and then start working on your body too. Right. Make the choice. Nobody can force yeah. you to make no. the choice. Uh, don't make the excuses. You know, as exactly. you said, shut up and be happy. <laughs> yeah. so I, 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 I don't like to make excuses. I like to make solutions. That's what right. I tell my clients. So, yeah. um, don't give me an excuse. Give me a solution. Yes. And, and you know, if you're coming in hurting, tired or this, what today, and you can't do as much as yesterday, fine. What can we do? And, and it's, you know, just doing it and then suddenly find you and you're being able to do more. Yep. Right. And, and that's the thing. Building on that too. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so it's really important. So I'm glad the men have got you out there. You know, there's a, a lot of women that we interview that are doing a great deal, many things for women and, you know, body image and, and self-esteem and good health and that extra energy and that being able to balance themselves out in all aspects of their life, you know, comes from somebody helping them find that physical balance. Uh, you know, that system, that routine that they can take with them throughout their lives. And that's very, very important. So one more time, your site again. It's impactlifechange.com. And if you're a trainer, you can do backslash ebook. And then if you want to reach me on any of my social media, which is Facebook or Instagram, you can go to my trainer branded. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing all this pleasure. knowledge. Yeah, it's been a great pleasure. Thanks for having me as a guest. Oh, most certainly wonderful. And this one's for you guys <laughs> and for and women, the women that love you, right? The women listening to this, you can get the hubbies and, and you lovers to listen to this as well. well because they, they, It goes both ways. Women yeah. can use, you know, same thing. It's just, I work predominantly with men. So right. yeah. women don't shut this off just because I'm a man. No, uh, no. Listen to the whole thing. It has great little tidbits on just being a great person. Yeah. You were predominantly remember that all of this applies to women as well. Yes. So, and that's the point. But it's also for, for women who are trying to get their guys off the couch. Yes. You know, uh, I love you, honey. And this is the reason that you <laughs> kind of go and do this. So it's a good encouragement as well for them. Um, and, you know, I think for a lot of people starting off with a trainer and learning to do it right, then you're more confident in going to the gym. For a lot of people, they're not confident in going to the gym because they're watching all these people doing it and buffed up and everything else. And they feel you know, rather small. So working with a trainer first and getting to that point of confidence, now you can just go to any gym anytime, right? Exactly. And I, like we said, I don't want to work with you all my life. Right, exactly. So you yes. can do it on your own. Right. And of course, they come back to you and go, you know what, I want to push the envelope now, or I'm going to do a marathon, or I'm going to do this or that, and I need training. You're there. Exactly. Yep. Always reaching new goals. Exactly. New goals are good. Yeah. <laughs> always always, good. always upgrading your life. Always, always, you know, it's not about pushing the limits or it's not about competing with oneself and it's not about, you know, trying to prove anything, but it is about allowing yourself to yeah. step into another chapter, into another what if, what if I could do that? How about yeah. I give it a try? Because I we never it. know until we do, right? I agree. Yep. Totally true. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. It's been great having you here. Thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. Great. And to everyone else out there, remember, this is the vessel you're in, one you need to honor, and it is in partnership with everything else that you are and that you do. And when the whole of you is optimized and working properly, that's when you get the maximization from life. So until next time, folks, bye for now. Bye-bye. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcasts and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.